right, so it's recap time. What all has been going on? Stavios tried to make friends and then sort of bailed when we asked where they were from. <laughs> Listen, Stavios doesn't believe in Stavios doesn't believe in give and take. Stavios is like, I will take, but there's no give. Cool. Now we have two pe- two personalities that don't like sharing things. Awesome. Yeah, and they don't always get along. <laughs> Only took us 30 sessions for Vi to admit what she did for a living. <laughs> to exactly one person. <laughs> to one person. Because <laughs> almost everyone else knew. Yeah, you guys had a little bit of bonding time over knocking Senfroth out and stealing all of the stuff and then leaving him to be arrested, surrounded by a variety of illegal reading materials. Is that was just beautiful. Not how I expected that to go. <laughs> <laughs> and after a bit of an interview process, Balanced Alias were allowed to join the crew. And now they are trying to find a way to get along. Gustavios is convinced that Vi is going to be their best friend. It's going to happen, whether she wants it to or not. <laughs> yeah, Vi doesn't take that <laughs> very well, but whether you want to or not is where she draws the line. Does anyone remember where what everyone was doing when we left off? Because I think Stavios and Belle were sleeping. Because Stavios just ran. <laughs> I remember that. Yeah, I'm pretty sure I went back to my room and just was like, oh, okay, time for me to go. Bye, bye, bye. And then I went to bed. <laughs> yeah. You and Bao did spend some time talking to Nell, getting to know them. At some point, Nell did give Stavios access to some information on a couple of people Spectra works with, so they can learn more if they are needed to assist in negotiations, because Nell has some autonomy on things she does on the ship, and that includes acknowledging that Spectra works with certain people. Other people Nell can't talk about, but that's fine. <laughs> Also, we learned Nell is chaotic instigator, and I love it. <laughs> oh yeah, we also got the list of Savias's uh, quote-unquote allergies. My dietary restrictions. Yes, they're dietary restrictions, I'm sorry. I will say that about an hour or so after Nell started processing that, Anna, you will just get a message from Nell with a list of recipes of things that can be <laughs> made that fit their, like, actual restrictions, given what is on the ship, as well as some ways to hide certain things, <laughs> so they'll never know. <laughs> That's only with the stuff where it's just a personal thing. It's less of a actually causes allergies, but that's just because some things are important to have in a healthy diet. And if you do this to the leaves, they'll have no idea it's leaves. She's still trying to find a way to get Stavios to drink tea, though. Or find some kind of drink they can enjoy that's on the ship that is akin to tea. <laughs> I think the main problem was their, like, outright rejection of tea. <laughs> Not necessarily that they don't always like to drink it, that's fine, but the, no, I will never have it, it's horrible. Stavios didn't get anywhere in life by having easy opinions. 
there's easy opinions and then there's just stubbornness for the sake of it. <laughs> you certainly got to some very interesting places by not having easy opinions. I'm not dead. No. <laughs> no, thankfully, your dad hired probably the one bodyguard that was looking for work that wouldn't have ditched you when you got caught off. Or in the several years since then. So that worked out in your favor. That's beautiful happenstances, because we also met someone who would become one of the most like powerful people in this area of space. I've just been coasting on that luck this entire time. Yeah, it helps when your best friends with the right hand man of the person that keeps the entire smuggler underworld from going into war. They're an interesting individual. I had fun working with PC on that character. This yellow is just supposed to be an NPC, and I'm like, I have an idea of how she could be very useful. Yeah, so I imagine it's gonna be like an hour or so before mealtime if anyone wants to go do anything in particular. Since Nell sent me... So is there anything that Nell sent me that I should take? Special, special note of that... Because I know I got those kind of, Basically, I, I imagine they're like dossiers. Yes. Of these different people. Like, can I get a list of their... I guess a list of their names and their professions. So that I can have them ready to go. Stavios would probably just be reviewing those and trying to familiarize themselves with all of the different points of attack in regards to potential negotiations. So that's what I'm doing. Oh, okay. So, do you want me to give you that list, or do we just want to fill in who's on that list as they become relevant in the story? I'll just fill in who's on that list as they become relevant to the story. Okay, so with these people, they're relatively public figures, not super high on the food chain, but they do have connections with people who are higher up. Probably, I'm gonna say people in, like, shipping and transportation and couple people who are involved in different like defense productions and so forth so not top dog important people but very useful to know if you're looking for say information on something okay are any of them connected to my father I mean there might be some who do business with companies your dad does business with but I don't think there's any that or in the type of weaponry the Safi family deals in. Okay, cool. There was an unfortunate phrasing to that. (laughs) (laughs) So yeah, that's just what I'm doing before mealtime. Okay. So just give me a general intelligence check to see how familiar you're able to become with these people. Alrighty. Just based off of the dossiers. That's a 10. Okay, you... With that, you get some of the basic. You wouldn't quite be comfortable going into a negotiation with them today, but you're starting to get a pretty good feel for them. It's a good start on learning about these people and how to communicate and negotiate with them. Just might take a little longer. Val, what are you up to? Sleeping. I think that's where we left off, so he's probably still just sleeping, have some good dreams, so... He is in his room sleeping, is what Bal is doing. Enjoying some shut-eye away from things. Just enjoying the nice nap time. 
Yeah, Valis is definitely one of the more comfortable, more uh, quieter places you've been in. So this is, you're having a nice news. Comfortable. Yeah. Anima, what are you up to? You said I got a, a list, right? From Nell? Yeah, Nell sent you a variety of some pretty creative recipes that work around how picky and somewhat allergic Stavios actually is to things. So I'm probably going over that, I guess. Okay. I was gonna say, some of the stuff looks pretty good. Others you could fix in portion. She also gives you versions of the recipe that works for one to two people for if it's something that not everyone would like, but you need to feed Stavias something. Yeah, the recipes include different portion sizes, so Nell did a surprisingly good job with this. Because Nell is a good AI. As far as we know. Who's used to having to do this. Alright, and Vi, what are you up to? I think since she probably knows that, like, Stavias has headed off for a while, they probably won't be back until mealtime. I'm sorry, I don't remember which meal this is at this point. Burn space that you've probably, as a character, have lost track of what meal it is by now. I assume it's not breakfast. I mean, you can't, if you want, if you want to be a breakfast, breakfast anytime, so it can be whatever. I'm gonna say it's dinner, and if y'all have already had dinner, it's a sci-fi game. It's fine. I think she'd probably see that Val was headed out for a bit. I might have mentioned something about a nap. So Vi, let's see, is going to see if she can take another crack at the book. Okay. To translate it. So I'm gonna say last time you couldn't read it because you were trying to read it like a normal book. Yeah. You might need to read it a different way. If that makes sense. Yeah, so I think she'll at least try to make sure she has it the right way up now. Yeah. Actually, can you roll me lore real quick? Okay, let's see. Okay, 14. Okay, with that, as you're sitting staring at this book before you open it, you briefly remember... I think it was your mom mentioning something about... Historically, there was a time when many people, instead of reading the book like a normal book, they read, it was more of, they would write, read and write like how manga does it. Mm, okay, so right to left. Okay. Yeah, so you remember that. So you just flip the book so it will be that way, and then you go to the page and now roll me intelligence. Okay. Street intelligence. Okay. So I figured that was a much better explanation than you just had it upside yeah. down. Fi's not dumb. <laughs> yeah, no. But not okay. remembering that the centuries, centuries old Real Dory wrote right to left instead of left okay. to right. Okay, that's another 14. You are able to make some progress, and it starts a lot about talking about the crucibles. Okay. And how with the wheel and the balance, and it was almost like there was a dance, and after watching the dance for some time, there were some who were starting to wonder if maybe there was a partner in that dance that people had not yet seen. 
So, envoys from two different peoples decided to go on a journey together to see if they could find that missing dance partner. So, a lot of the bit that you read, you don't get super far into it, but it sounds like people from two different races, like two, two ships worth of people from two different races, were going on a journey to find perhaps a crucible that the Alliance was not yet aware of. Because there is some mention of what you assume to be the Alliance. Okay. But the Alliance has been around for a really long time, so... Is there any mention of who the other... of the other race? I don't know if you quite get that far. Okay. Because sometimes it takes a while to get used to reading Old Nassif, so... Not to mention if they used epithets instead of the actual name of the other race, that would be aggravating. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. But you have gathered the fact that this is most likely a record of that journey and what they found. Okay. And of course you can gather from basic context clues that one of those is Eldori. Yeah, I would assume because it's in Nesiv, in ancient Nesiv. Also, you probably know this book appears to be handwritten. It's very nicely oh. handwritten, okay. but it's handwritten. Oh boy. Okay. Actually, then, can I ask Nell? Nell? Yes? Is it possible to analyze the handwriting of something and see if there are any other records matching the handwriting? Or is that... Would that require being able to see any, I guess, virtual copies of the original? If that makes sense. I am capable of scanning handwriting to see if there are any other samples on record. Okay, yeah. That would be very helpful. Um, Would that need to be done at the library, or anywhere in particular? At the library would be the best place, because the technology there will allow me to get a cleaner read of what it is on the page. Alright. And I cannot guarantee I will find anything, but... No, I understand this. I do, my processing capabilities are more are slightly more accurate when it comes to handwriting than other systems. Alright. So I'll take a quick go to the library and see if Nell can... Nell walks you through where to hold it up to and explains that for other things, sometimes you can hold it up to the wall, but that doesn't always work. It's alright. This ship has smart walls. Yeah. Which is... Probably still taking some getting used to. <laughs> yeah, I think sometimes when Nell comes up and like no one's like, especially if no one's like speaking to her first, Vi maybe like, like take up some a double take if she was busy doing something else. Cause like wait, yeah. other voice. Oh, oh yeah, oh yeah. That's that's Nell. That's she's just. Oh yeah, the, the ship. ship has a voice. Yes, and she, the ship is sassy. She is the ship. Yeah. I like to picture that sometimes in conversations, Nell will form like a silhouette on the wall. Because she knows sometimes it's a little more comforting to people to feel like they are talking to an individual or an entity as opposed to disembodied voice. Yeah, so Nell will be working on that. Might be a minute, but she will be searching. Yeah, Vi's not expecting an immediate response. She knows this is going to be a while. 
It's a long shot, but it's a smart question. Anything else anyone wants to do before next mealtime? I mean, I think Vi would put the book back in her bag a little bit before knowing when people may start coming in. Yeah. I'm gonna say there's visual indicators that appear on the wall when it's almost a mealtime. As I said, smart walls. And it's just like the soft, faint light that if you're asleep in your quarters, as some people are, it's just enough to start waking you up without startling you. Or natural way to do it with light. Yeah. Though I'm assuming if people are late and somehow sleep through the light, the music starts going off. Because Tally has started playing music to wake us up sometimes. (laughs) That's mostly in the mornings that she does that. (laughs) Although, if, if there's an emergency or, like, people really need to get up, Nell can do a startling wake-up call. Oh, I bet. I'm just picturing a loud Five Nights at Freddy's-style creepy track that plays to wake us up. Mm. I don't know why. <laughs> That's just I was thinking more radio, like, pop, like, top, pop 40, like, pop it or something. I'm thinking if she really wants to mess with you kind of my thought was is whatever piece of the ship is closer to your head just whispering your name just like Stavius <laughs> I hope she doesn't do that to Vi because that's a good way to get like a stab or gunshot wound well I mean it's a ship you're gonna stab I mean, you're gonna stab the ship and you're gonna get thrown out of the ship so that's gonna that'd be an easy that'd be an easy way to fix that problem Vi half asleep would <laughs> yeah <laughs> That is why Nell has not done that to Vi. Also, she does like people are still getting the hang of things. She's she Nell knows a thing or two about comedic timing. <laughs> yeah, so everyone starts getting the gentle indication that it's almost time to eat and Vi Anima, are you both still in the mess hall or Vi did you just kind of hang out in the library for a bit? I think after researching, Vi would have gone to the mess hall. And that's part of why she would have, like, packed up a book a bit earlier before people started coming in to, like, help with yeah. dinner. And... I picture scanning the handwriting might have been near the end. Because mm-hmm. you started noticing the lights starting to gently um, fluctuate. Flow along the wall, fluctuate. Yes, that's the word. Thank you. <laughs> Essentially fluctuating along the wall, and that's when you did that, stowed it, and started on the way. Anima, did you stay in the med- mess hall? I keep trying to say med hall. Wrong word. Yes. Okay. At some point, Tali comes in, and I'm guessing you help her start fixing lunches. She's just like, what are we going to feed them? Because, <laughs> of course, she heard about the dietary restrictions. She cooks sometimes, so she needs to know that. Didn't Nell, like, send it to the rest of the ship? Yeah, I send Tali both the full list because I do want her to get the full experience and then I take pity and I send her, uh, uh, Nell's, um... Updates. Yeah. When you did that, you heard of Prelap. What? <laughs> and then you get a message from Ty saying, 
please preface that next time. <laughs> it is much better without context, though. <laughs> Stanios just walks in, ready to ready to get their food served. Like, ooh, I'm so excited what they're gonna cook for me. <laughs> As you do that, you see, because Ty came in with Holly, and she starts to make a move, and he just puts his arm on her shoulder, <laughs> like, no. <laughs> Realizing that Ty's a good part of Tully's in Fel's control sometimes. <laughs> He's conscious. It's fine. But whatever the cooking does smell good. Are we all in the mess hall now? Bell probably come last. He's uh, probably sitting on his edge of his bed for waking up to the light. Kind of thinking Nella, like, wake me up and then just takes like a deep breath his armor kind of glows for a second <sighs> takes a deep breath out and then um he'll head out to the mess hall so yeah so he'll be he'll be joining he'll be coming there probably last yeah at some point Spectre does appear in the mess hall but she just kind of slipped in when Ty was trying to restrain Tali from having a conversation <laughs> and what do y'all do so I take it we're about to eat I think that's the message I got Woke me up from a good dream, but you know, I guess it's worth it for food. I could have woken you up faster. Oh, I guess. I mean, either way, woken up from a good dream is waking up, though, so I mean, that point doesn't really matter too much, but I take it we're about to eat. I mean, is everything. I know that list caused some. not stripe, maybe a little annoyance. I mean, it was a little tedious. So hopefully, you guys were able to find something, but. Personally, I didn't see a problem with the list, but I guess that's just me. It is my list. Of course you didn't. That's just a few things that we have to be aware of whenever we sit a plate down in front of me. Wait, is that is it too much to ask? I mean, this is a the ship with a with a powerful artificial intelligence. I I would think that a few dietary restrictions are far for the course. As I was saying, hopefully they, you guys were able to make do. I mean, I know it wasn't the easiest thing, so. It was certainly the most comprehensive list I have ever encountered. You're welcome. There are several planets that you straight up will not be able to eat on if you could actually not eat any of these things. I am a survivor. I will be nice and not comment on that. <laughs> It's true, you survive, but if you had to trust new things, you will survive. I mean, we've gone through a lot worse, so... I don't know, maybe trying new things wouldn't be too bad. I mean, we've dealt with a lot of things lately, so... That probably the the easiest thing, the easiest change, I imagine, but I guess we'll see. Well, whatever's cooking up smells delicious. I just hope I can eat it. And I do thorough inspections of my food. Roll an intelligence check. <laughs> no, actually, roll investigation. <laughs> okay. Got a nat. I got a nat 20. <laughs> Dang, nat 20. I was going to call it, too. I was going to call it. You cannot find a single thing that was all on your list in that food. I'm like, I pick up the plate. I, like, take whatever utensils we have, and I go through, and I make sure... I go in and I expect to find something that I have to carefully remove from the food, and then I don't. I just take a big old bite. Anima, how do you react to that? 
It's a good question. Probably just relief, mostly, with a little bit of, I don't know. Yeah, probably mostly just like, oh, thank God. Jesus. <laughs> While you were doing that, Ty was distracting Tally with something, showing her something. It looked like a new tech thing on the tablet. And when she, she started to look over at one point, and Spectra got her attention, mentioning something about, got the message from my friend Malachi Haral. He's asking if he can clean up and make some sense of some data he received from the scanners. Do you mind taking a look at that with Nell and Rex? Oh, yeah, sure. Sounds fun. And Tully starts poking around on her tablet, eating with one hand. So, how are we all settling in? I'm fine. I mean, it's comfortable bed. I mean, what else can you really ask for? I agree. I think it is probably the nicest ship that we've been on thus far, save for maybe one or two times when when de- when oh, I lost my train of thought. Save for a few times when we were called off to do, you know, a favor for Dandelion. But those were so few, so far between, and so short. I'm very, very excited to be in a home that is more stable, I I should say. Don't jinx it now. I'm very confident. Things tend to go rather interestingly. Like, I'm curious to see if anything will come of whatever the Malachi has sent us, or if it's just a trap someone's trying to lure him into. It happens sometimes, but thankfully we were close enough that and she looks over and glances at the tablet Tully's working on. In a few more minutes I should be able to make sense of what it is. His ship, they do search and rescue as well as salvaging operations, so... And keep an eye out for strange signals. Why would anyone want to lure her into a trap? Probably to kill her, I'd imagine, if someone's gonna lure someone into a trap. Uh, there's a variety of less than savory individuals that send out fake or distress calls and so forth to trick and rob people. Mm, okay, I thought it was more personal, but alright. Uh, I doubt that they. He doesn't usually operate in this area. But sometimes when you're on salvage, you have to expand your operations. We've put together a couple of times. Which I will say, Stavios Malak was actually one of the people on your list. Can I... Well, yeah, I guess so. Then I say, will you be... Would you want me to be present to speak with him on your behalf? Perhaps, if there's any negotiating to be done. It depends on what's on the other end of the signal. And Ty's like, almost got it, one second. Because it could be nothing, it could be something, we'll see. Sometimes what they find, he finds is not exactly lucrative, but he enjoys his work. Could be interesting. It's been a while since we've been on a job, or we actually got paid by someone, or hired to do a job. Because with the Blair Vault, y'all got, weren't hired to do that, you got paid afterwards. <laughs> yeah. Anything y'all want to talk about? Um, I don't think so. Is there a training thing on this ship? Is there any kind of gym? I assume so. I mean, and if so, where where was it? Of course we have a training area, and Spectra explains to you how to get to the training area, because I personally don't remember where on the map it is. 
We have that pinned, though. We do have that pinned. Yes, it's up on the top floor. We've got simulations. There's spiraling areas if you want to try with improvised weaponry. You can also lower the tunnel to lower the gravity if you want to try anti-gravity combat. Definitely come in handy. It's not as effective as the anti-gravity chamber, but there's more space, so... That's wonderful. I mean, anything... Anything's good, so any kind of training. Do we have much time before we need to... For whatever else other mission has been started? Because if not, I might head down there and test out for a little bit. As you say, that Spectre glances over at Tali, who suddenly looks very excited. She just looks back at Spectre and says, You aren't going to believe what this is. And she flicks it over to Spectre and it shows up on her tablet. And her face, Spectre looks like the kid who just found out Christmas is coming early. Good news. Very good news. This is the shit people have been looking for for decades now. Are any of you familiar with the story of the Basilisk? No. Not at all. Would people like to roll lore to see if you've heard of this? Sure, yes. I'll try it. Absolutely. Twelve? Mm, Ooh, that's a five. Which makes sense. Yeah, I'm like, it, yeah, if I, you've never heard of this, Stavios, this kind of sounds like a thing you've heard before, but you have no idea. Isn't that a snake? Eighteen! That's what I, I contribute to the conversation. <laughs> <laughs> Anima, when she says that, your mind flashes back to... You're probably about three or four. It was after you got the name Anima, but before you got your clan, you were talking with someone who they were more of an explorer or historian, because there were Smash and Forge created for that. And you remember them talking specifically about the Basilisk. You remember this friend excitedly explaining to you that decades ago, a small freighter named the Basilisk was sent by Nova Station to bring a delivery of supplies and defensive armaments to Area 7. It was a small planetary outpost near the edge of Alliance space, and they were getting ready for settlers. The last transmission from the freighter was as it was entering the planet's orbit, and then it was never heard from again. And the settlers also never arrived from as far as anyone can tell, and no one's been able to find it since. And Val, did you roll? I guess I can. I feel like you wouldn't know, but I mean, let's see. Yeah, that's a two. So yeah, no. So everyone's just like, what? Eh? And then Amber's like, oh, I know, I know. I got that reference. Wait, I know this. <laughs> the settler ship that no one ever found? Well, there were still living supplies. Like, yes, I'm... Actually, it would make sense that you might know that. There was no record of what, ha of what planet it was going to, so people have been trying to find it for decades now, and even Nova Station... With the way that the organization operates, sometimes there are small projects that are more insulated, so when that ship disappeared, what they were doing was gone too. And Anma, would you like to roll me another intelligence check, please? Sure. I absolutely would. Seven. Something about the name Nova Station sounds familiar. 
but you can't tell for sure. And Savias, would you like to roll lore? Yes. For me. I only got a nine. It sounds familiar. Like you've you know you've heard that name before, but you can't place where. People have been trying to find the ship for centuries, though, and I think we might have a location. Well, that's exciting. I mean, especially if it's been gone for so long. <laughs> yes, can get some valuable information. I worry about what is on a ship that has been missing for so long. I mean, we obviously have to take the job, but I'm just always cautious. Yeah, nothing if who swings up a hammer can't fix, so I mean, whatever it is. Uh, you know, I think it'll be manageable. Dirty at seven occasionally has some not super friendly wildlife, but most of it, there's not much on that planet, so. But most of the wildlife will probably scattered when they see our ships coming. So they tell Raul to go ahead and start scanning and see what else he can pick up. It's a miracle they picked up anything. Okay, so it is crashed. Believe so. It's... It's worse so you can tell. So sometimes older ships, especially around that time period, this is where you get to see how much um, Spectre is a history nerd. Older ships, especially from around that time period, sometimes had continuous radar signals that they would send out, which are harder to pick up unless you're really close, but there, this is not the first time that a more upgraded sensor array has been able to pick up those signals that were originally harder to notice. So from what we can tell, there's no intentional outgoing communications, just more of a general radio broadcast. I believe it was originally designed to alert other ships nearby in space of where the ship was to prevent any sort of crashes. So there must still be some power which some of the power generators on the ships were pretty sturdy. So they would last a long time if they weren't actively in flight. This is the first time you've ever seen Spectra this excited. Well, like I say, it's like, oh, we're going to be there anytime soon. Yeah, so it'll probably take us a few hours to get there. Malachi is closer, so he'll be monitoring to see what information he can pick up. That's exciting. Should be fun. I mean, I see you all don't share the same opinion, but I, I don't know, I think it's going to be a blast. Hopefully there might be some, some maybe evil things on there, you know, something fun to kind of take care of, you know, so. I don't know. But I am going to go train then uh, and get ready, so because we have a little time. Sounds good, though. Make sure that alerts you when we're getting close. That'd be wonderful. So Bell gets up, you see him kind of bring out his um, hammer just from his armor, disappears, and heads off towards the uh, training station. Which I think we decided that the ship has elevators. At some point it was decided. I don't remember when. Say so they, they also have stairs. I'll take the but... stairs, healthier route. Don't be so confined. Yeah. So I'm taking Most ships probably have at least two ways to get from one to another just because sometimes things break down and stuff like that. Fires happen again, these stairs. We have fires going on, definitely safer route, so. Exactly. Mechanical failure, things like that. Part daydream, part um, ready to train for what's uh, coming next. 
I think Stavios, in preparation for making contact with this person, wants to try and learn as much about them based on what Nell gave me before, so I'm probably going to be reviewing those. And then also trying to look, trying to familiarize myself more with the basilisk and the story around it. Okay. Because I feel like this is something that Stavios would need to do to be prepared to be able, you know, we're talking about it. This is a mission revolving around it. I just want to make sure that I have every bit of information possible on both the person and the thing. Well, maybe you could talk to Anna about the thing. That is true. Because she seemed to know a lot about it. Because Spectra's going to have to go pilot the ship because she was only letting Nell pilot for a little while (laughs) while she ate. So then, yeah, I think before I leave, while we're all kind of, while some of us are still at the table, I turn to Anima and I'm like, oh, I am not as familiar with the story and the history around the Basilisk. Could you fill me in? Sure. I mean, exploring in this way was never exactly my calling as an Ashen Forged, I don't think. But I did have a friend who was an oh my gosh. Can you believe that? She's gonna be so jealous at I whoever they were. That didn't matter. Anyway. Can you roll me intelligence? Yeah. I'll give you advantage on this one. Thank you. Sixteen. The first one was a five. As you say she, you're like, wait, n- no. No, that's wait. It's he. His name is Relic. Relic. You remember he picked the name Relic. And I think you might remember teasing him a little bit. <laughs> like, that, that's kind of cheesy. Just like good natured teasing. He. Relic. Oh my gosh. <laughs> Relic would be so jealous. I wonder if he's around. Anyways, so he was explaining it to me. He explained it to me like this. So the basilisk was, and then I'm going to tell Stavios what you told me or what Relic told me because my headphones kept cutting out again and I don't want to be repetitive. (laughs) Gotcha. So you now know what I shared earlier. Mm -hmm. Which, if it helps, I can copy-paste that information. Um, yeah, just because I want to write it down in my- I want to have it down in my notes. Gotcha, gotcha. So, this is actually partially from a pre-written adventure called Basilisk Rendezvous. I'm tweaking some of it because I can. We would have known either way, so it's all good. To me, it's a it's a 100% creation. Yeah, it's part of the Shadow of the Zephyr series, because they have some fun stuff. So I'm like, I'm going to use this and tweak it a lot. Alright, cool. So then, thank you, Anima, for that, for all of that information. That will definitely be useful to me. And then I kind of take the last bit, uh, I, like, eat the last bit off of my plate, and I stand up and I say, I'm going to... Go prepare, and then I head back to my room to start looking into this person who uh, sent us this transmission based on Nell's records. Also, I will say, all of you heard the ex- anima's explanation, unless you just you. immediately sprinted from the yeah, room just no. to make communication earlier. 
I, I might have been gone because I was like, after hearing the stories that were going somewhere, it's exciting. It's all like the vibe that they have talked about it. So yeah, I might not have heard the whole thing probably setting off to prepare. So, but it's okay because now Stavius will know. So like Val knows like Stavius got exactly. it. So I'm good. <laughs> so we'll come back to Stavius's research in a second. Vi, Yenema, what are y'all doing? I think Vi would see if that is near the edge of where Alliance Space, of that area of Alliance Space, is that like near the Federation or is that a different edge? Okay. Yeah, you don't have to roll. I'm assuming do you, you could either go to the library or just look up a galaxy map on your sim because yeah. you do know that Almari is probably one of the closer planets to that edge. Mm -hmm. And when you look, you notice so the galaxy map is a rough circle, so it's it's not exactly on the same edge as Almari. It's more like kind of like off to the left instead of because if say the Federation is north it'd be more northwest or almost west. Okay, okay. But so. it is near-ish in, like, the sense of the ish being comparative to, like, Dallas and Waco being near-ish. Okay, alright. So it's possible, but relatively low chance of... Yeah. So, I'm going to go to the library and see if there has been any research done since I was in Arcadius. And this is a, a twofold because I think it might be a potential way to locate Relic because now I have remembered a person who was a friend and I would like to see if I can find any more information on him. Okay. So, you're looking for any research related to the basilisk yes. done by an Ashen Forge named Relic. Uh, roll me investigation. <laughs> I know. Oh my god. Come on, Nat 20. My investigation's pretty good. You gotta come on. Okay. Come on. 17 plus 4 is a 21. Ooh, come on now. Dirty 20, dirty past 20, that's good. Nice. So, you are actually able to find quite a few, and just looking around at this, you remember more and more, not only about being friends with Relic, but some of the other friends that you had growing up in Arcadius, because you didn't just learn alongside warriors, you learned alongside the artists and the historians and the explorers and the medics so you start to remember other friends like there was an artist named serenade and your mind flashes back to the memory of like someone braiding your hair and saying it looks better that way that was serenade so more of these faces are starting to fall into place and you're remembering your time in classes and on missions but specifically like Relic he started in more 
some of the earlier articles are just more general historical research. Because you find some papers that he wrote as well as a couple of articles about him. But as time goes on, it looks like it gets more and more focused into old tech that could possibly have been inspired by the Crucibles or researching things people might think have been made by the same people who made the Crucibles, but that's a little iffy good luck proving that. And one of the last things you see is mention of he started working with Nova Station. Listening to Board the Opal Star, an Esper Genesis 5e actual play podcast, DM'd and produced by Brianna Jean as part of Pseudonym Social, a creative podcast network changing reality one story at a time. Filena is played by Alexis Workman. Anima is played by Casey Glover. Stavios is played by Shan Smith. Balamar is played by Blake Francis. And the theme music, as always, is by Patrick Chester of Chester Studios. If you don't want to wait to see what happens next, you can get early access to our episodes over at patreon.com slash pseudonymsocial. If you like our show, please consider leaving us a review on your favorite podcasting app so people can know where to find us. We couldn't do this without your help. To get more information on this or any of our other shows, check out our website at pseudonymsocial.com.